0: do you love batman do you love Fraser? do you love seinfeld do you love dr seuss do you love james bond do you love captain america oh hell do you just love everything
1: that's nerd related i know i do well you should come on over to a nerds world podcast and listen to us justin and andrew talk everything that's nerd
0: yeah every two weeks We delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to A Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now, here's your host, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, yo, yo.
1: I hate you <laughs> so very much.
0: In song. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore. My name is Justin. My name is
1: Brandon.
0: For our very musical episode. And I'm
1: not cutting out the beginning. (laughs) It's all going to be in there. Yuck. Yeah, I don't care. Either, oh, did I just, my phone knew that I was going to need these notes and it just pulled it up on its, thank you Siri.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not creepy and scary at all.
1: Welcome to Pod and Gore.
0: We are going to do this happy so okay i'm so done song. with i'm so
1: done with all that <laughs> you started it i did Stupid but it's ass. funny when i do it not <laughs> 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 fucking look at me like that anyways guys End your sentence yeah i i don't have to <laughs> i'll look at you and you'll know exactly what i mean
0: that i'm better than you False. so this episode is my pick and i picked for us for you Repo to Genetic For Opera. For reasons. Because I like this movie. Right. And you did too. Well, you just like to crap on me because you're mean.
1: No. I, I've said, I told you, before we watched <laughs> this movie, I am not a musical fan. I know. Growing up, there like, okay,
0: was there's no a, music in your life.
2: <laughs> no, there was, there was a musical that my
1: grandparents like. When we would go and spend time with my grandparents uh, over summer breaks and all that, when uh, we lived here in Washington, they lived in Oregon, we would go and spend the summer with them. Okay. Well, they would never have cable. They would never have TV. They just had a lot of movies. And okay. it would always be like old westerns. Um, there would be some musicals. Like they had like the...
0: To old people movies. Yeah,
1: Indian films. Like, I'll, I will Fight No More Forever. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... One of the uh, one of the musicals they had was called Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. That's like part of my childhood. Like, there's not a lot of musicals that I will get down with. Sure. I will watch that one. I don't mind Sweeney Todd. Yeah. And I did not mind Repo.
2: Well, i glad ma- it made the list. <laughs> it
1: almost makes me want to watch uh, The Devil's Carnival, which yeah. is another movie directed by...
0: Darren Lynn Postman.
1: There we go. Nice segue.
0: Yes. Direct by Darren Lynn Bozeman. Screenplay by Terrence hmm, Zudunik. Z- I'm going to say
1: Zudunik. Uh,
0: Zudunik. Z- hmm And Darren Smith based on the necromer... Oh, Jesus. Tap necro merchant
1: Necromerchant. <laughs> based on the necromerchant Merchant Debt. Dept. 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 <laughs> dept. What did you do to me, dude? The Let's carry carryover from our last episode, yeah,
0: <laughs> by Terrence Zudnik and Darren Smith, starring Alexa Vega, Paul Servino, Anthony Stewart Head, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Brightman, Paris Elton, Bill Mosley, Ogre, of... and Terrence Zudnik.
1: Yeah, which um, was the Grave Robber. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that he he did the screenplay. I had no idea that it was based on on anything by him previously, which is pretty cool. Well,
0: that's why we do
1: this. (laughs) (laughs) But the music was not done by him, which is surprising because he does not all the singing, but he does, like, he was... He's like
0: the narrator.
1: Right, and he, like, his vocals, it's really weird because, like, he'll sing and he, Mm -hmm. you know, he gets the lows and he does well singing, but there'll be some times where he'll, like, do something, like, Animated wise, like when he like in one of the songs he does later on, and he pushes that girl down, and Mm -hmm. then he's like, "Nothing at all," and it's like it doesn't sound as Mm singery. Like it's more expressed than it is sung, I guess you could say. Which is also kind of like what Paul Sorvino does in this movie. Like a lot of it, he just he like he'll pop out the pipes, Mm -hmm. but then a lot of his is more like spoke. Which is also pretty rad because that dude. I, in my notes, I put he has uh, his laugh is quite like he's got a fucking good evil laugh. Yeah, he like,
2: um,
0: he's always been awesome. Yeah. Uh Let's see. So the music was by Darren Smith, released November seventh, two thousand eight, with mm-hmm. a budget of eight point five million and a box office of one hundred and eighty-eight thousand. That's a lot. Of, <laughs> a lot of backwards. <laughs> yeah. Strike that. Reverse it. it. Is how it should be. Yeah. For don't those who haven't seen it dare Willy Wonka me, dude
1: <laughs> Every time you make me mad All day long You do something and totally redeem yourself I hate you again That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here for But yeah, so, Paul Sorvino though mm-hmm. Father of Mira Sor- Sorvino Simi- I don't
0: know when you started that sentence <laughs>
1: Yeah, she, she, the actress from <laughs> Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion
0: I know, I just don't know her name Look it up while I do my episode uh, plot of this movie, if you have not seen it, by the year 2056, an epidemic of organ failure has devastated the planet. The mega corporation Gene Co provides organ transplants on a payment plan.
1: Mira Sorvino. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Uh, clients who default on payments are hunted down by Repo Men, skilled assassins contracted by Gene Co to repossess organs, usually killing the clients in the process. By the
1: Repo Man. Now, mm-hmm. how how similar is this movie to Repo Men with Jude Law? Like, I've seen that movie. I, I know too. I have. I just don't know how close it is. Because, like, watching this Very, one... Very,
0: From what I remember of it, and I did not care for it because I liked this one so much, it's more or less the same thing, mm-hmm. just not as stylized. It's more like real world it's so the funny yeah the thing about this
1: movie though dude is like there's a lot of stylization in this movie that i really like that it'll go looking really fucking cool like they did a good job with the graphic like the
0: the comic stuff
1: well the comic stuff the stuff that you know that's not real Mm -hmm. but other times it looked like a stage production at the same time like it had that Broadway-esque quality, where the sets were really good, but it also looked like it was being filmed on, you know, like it would go really clean to really stagey, you know.
0: Well, and that is kind of the style. So in 1996, Darren Smith had a friend who was going through bankruptcy, and his possessions were going into foreclosure. Inspired by this, Smith came up with the idea of a future where not only one's property, but also their body parts could be repossessed. Smith and Terrence Zudnik collaborated to create the first version of Repo, titled The Necromerchant's Debt, which told the story of a grave robber in debt to a Repo organ man. That's fucking cool. I don't know. It was performed at the John Raitt Theater in 2002 after being a success, success, man I'm turning into you, Smith and Zudnik expanded on the universe to create all of the storylines that became Repo the Genetic Opera. So it was a stage play.
1: Well it was and I knew that watching it and then like while I was watching it I was doing, I was looking into stuff I was like so mm-hmm. what else has this person been in you know right. like like Blind Meg. That was her debut role. Like she had never been in anything before. I really liked her. Yeah, she did great.
0: That scene when you texted me that you were watching it, that scene is like one of my favorites of her singing in the house.
1: Yeah, and when you the reason why I sent you that picture is because I don't remember what you said, but I took it as a jab, like you didn't think I was actually watching the movie or (laughs) something. Like I'm like, I I, I'm doing it, I promise.
0: (laughs) And I was very proud of you, Brandon. Thank you. Uh, once Repo was picked up by Lionsgate, Principal Photography began September 2007 in Canada.
2: Oh,
1: Canada.
0: Eh? The film was scheduled to be released on April 25th, 2008, but was pushed back to November 7th. I don't know why. Uh, Ex-Japan leader Yoshiki produced the soundtrack along with composing one extra track for the film. He also served as the music director and one of the film's executive producers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, in regards to a sequel, in a video posted on YouTube, it was revealed that they, quote, no longer control the answer to the question of future sequels, since they no longer have ownership of the franchise, thus driving Bozeman and Zudnik to make The Devil's Carnival, which I have not seen. I haven't either, but
1: when I posted on the Facebook page that... I was going to watch this movie, and mm-hmm. like I've mentioned before that I'll stream them through Rabbit, yeah. but Rabbit's not a thing anymore. Oh, really? And it's now called Cast, which I think there's like a, like you download an application for your computer. Hmm. I I watched, I put it on, I put it on uh, Facebook and Twitter, but I forgot to put the link on YouTube. Oh, no, YouTube, sorry. I forgot to put the link on the Facebook page. I saw that. But... Even still, like I didn't even stream the whole movie on cast. Like nobody showed up, and I'm like, I'm done fucking with this double <laughs> screen shit. I'm just gonna take notes now. And so, like, yeah. By the way, I I generally try to broadcast these movies in group form, so that yeah. way, if people want to hang out, we can mm-hmm. we can. There's chat rooms, so we can watch the movie. We can bullshit about the movie. Yeah,
0: just generally
1: trying to like reach out and form community style yeah. interactions, like.
0: So, if you are part of the social media scene and you do like us on Facebook and follow our random nonsense that we post on there, it's usually pretty good stuff.
1: It's usually stuff I steal from other people, but sure I'm a mean thief
0: uh, ah. <laughs> Brandon'll post up if he's gonna do one of these stream movies generally, things. I
1: don't know until last minute, which is my bad sure, but just
0: but pay attention to the pages you know, it's just a,
2: yeah it's really hard because
1: like if I, yeah just yeah
2: but keep I an eye out
1: like my family like family life makes it difficult like i was gonna do chainsaw the day before mm-hmm. but as soon as i started to i had shutter loaded up i had cast loaded up and i was getting ready to do it my wife walks by and she's like hey your daughter wants to go swimming as she's getting ready to go to derby practice i'm like
0: fuck man <laughs> like
1: you know i have to watch this movie and she's like your daughter's more important i'm like i know that but god damn it you know that
0: i, <laughs> I gotta watch a movie <laughs>
1: i gotta watch this movie B- Quiet, man uh,
0: cheese and rice
1: <laughs> but no um yeah just keep an eye out if that's uh, something that interests you i'll try to give notice at yeah. least an hour before i'll start it yeah you know so
0: uh some fun facts before we get into the thing in the earliest performances Roddy was not roti was roti Rotti, Rotti largo was not the father of luigi pavi and amber Instead, he was a younger brother to Luigi and Pavi, while Amber was Luigi's daughter. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, indeed. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Repo was adapted into a 10-minute short film directed and financed by Darren Lynn Bozeman to pitch the idea to film studios. The film starred Shawnee Smith. Of Saw of fame. fame.
1: Becker. all those.
0: Yeah. But since Bozeman did Saw, you know... Big kudos for the Shawnee.
1: Did he edit, produce? Because I was going through the IMDb's and there's no name that I recognize. Like I was, like when you talked about this, I was expecting to see like, you know, Elite L or like a James Wan or somebody Mm -hmm. of like note, note attached. And I'm like, I didn't know what Darren Lynn Bozeman's connection to
0: the movie was. I believe he's a producer.
1: Okay.
0: I'd have to look. Why don't you look?
1: Morty on it, dude. Just fucking finish their right. sentence there. Then shut up shut and up stop up and like, interrupting up me.
0: me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Shawnee Smith played Amber Sweet, then named Heather Sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Rooker was the Repo Man. And Which would
1: have been kind of cool. I mean, this fun. guy did a good job, but that was, still would have been fun.
0: Well, I, I loved his voice. We'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> Kristen Fairley was Shiloh and Terrence Zudnik. Was the grave robber and Jay LaRose mm-hmm. was Pavi. Okay. I don't know most of those names, but.
1: Okay, so Darren okay. Lynn Bozeman was a producer for Saw 2. Uh
0: huh.
1: It was not the original Saw.
0: Mm. I you know, hmm. I could have. You would think I would know since we just did that episode. But no,
1: we did Saw 1. I know that fucker. Oh, he was attached to Tales of Halloween as well. Hmm. hmm. Okay, so yeah. But see, the funny thing is, too, though, is, like, having Shawnee Smith and Michael, Michael Rooker, mm-hmm. like, those some names. I don't know who Kristen Fairley is.
0: But I don't either. But, yeah, I mean, it's almost like you could have just made that uh, movie. Not that I have a problem with anybody in this.
1: Right, but still.
0: But even Paris Hilton, I must say, this was at the time when she was in a lot of horror movies.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing that was one of the things, like, they didn't want to cast her. Because of like the negative connotations that would have came mm-hmm. with casting her. But they like she came in and they like one of the things I saw was like her attire that she wore. And a lot of the stuff she wore in the movie was her own clothing. Like oh, really? she, Yeah. Like she had like a lot of stuff that she wore in that movie she already owned that doesn't surprise me as much as it probably should well and see even like even with her being in house of wax like my favorite part of that movie is when she gets speared through the head sure but like and i said that straight face too like like i i know you're watching me (laughs) and i'm like i'm just kind of getting whimsy over here i'm just like when she's such a
0: lovely part of that movie (laughs) right but like even in final destination 3 when she dies in the sun tanning that she was in that Mm -hmm. but
1: like she drives me like crazy yeah. in real life, like it's right. just like shut up. But uh-huh. like, she wasn't bad in this movie. No, I know that she she put out like an album, like, she does sing whether or not it's good. I don't know, but like,
0: she's good in this,
1: she didn't do bad. Like, some yeah. of the stuff in there that she did, I was like, okay, shut up.
0: Mm-hmm. But then, like, in but that's she was also doing... part of her character, too, right. which I think really helps,
1: right? And the like in the Grave Robber song, yeah, uh, she. When she does like the the slow kind of I don't want to say sexy, but that mm-hmm. tone that she is Yeah, like she does she doesn't sound bad doing no. that. So it's like it sounds really weird because even though I don't care for her, like, yeah, she wasn't like the worst. No. And even in House of Wax, she which actually is not a bad movie, like she wasn't bad in that either. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's like if she doesn't play like a typecast version of herself in a movie yeah it you know
0: she actually has the ability to do well
1: something yeah
0: yeah um i'm a big comic book guy so i loved all the comic paneling i don't know i did
1: too like that was the one of the first things watching that that i was like okay fuck yeah dude that was super (laughs) cool
0: yeah and they give massive dumps of exposition as to what's going on and they do it like twice which is one of my only complaints about this and I, i mean the comic thing no, the exposition. The first time they do it, I totally get it, because they have to set up this giant world of wacky nonsense, mm-hmm. but then the grave robber does it again, like, right after that. Right. And I'm sorry, like, I'm, okay, I was going,
1: you're... I'm listening to you, I just, I was looking I because I'm like, where's my grave robber notes?
0: I don't know where any of your things are. I don't know where is. I have my
1: Texas Chainsaw notes. Go ahead and keep talking. I
0: just... Um, So the Grave Robber's doing... Showing off... It's showing the first kill by uh, the Repo Man. Mm -hmm. And he's giving a second account of what we just heard.
1: Right. Oh, there it is. Kind of
0: in song form.
1: Right. That was the thing I wrote too, is that I I really did like that... The the comic panels. Mm -hmm. Like that... Yeah, it kind of put it over the top, and with them doing that frequently throughout the movie, I'm like, that's really.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a an- night Like, even if it was just the one time, I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool way to do it. But do that, but then they follow it up with these side- kind of side stories for the main characters to kind of show how they're all connected, and right. they continue on with that comic theme, which is really cool.
1: Right. And so what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm not going to have your notes pulled up. Okay. So when you go off of yours, um, if you get too far ahead of where I'm at, um, I'll just kind of interject. But okay. like, yeah. So I don't have a lot of notes for this because I knew that you did, but I was no. also just trying to, you know, take in the movie. Yeah. Um. So we're getting to the the, um, the initial grave robber scene where they show the girl, right?
0: Finish your sentence. Well, no, I'm looking at you to kind of... Because he's
1: doing his thing.
0: Yeah, the grave robber is doing his... Explaining what the premise of the story is right Mm -hmm. after we had just seen it in the comic thing. Right. And Repo's doing his first kill, Uh which I'm trying to remember what it was. But, you know, obviously he's, he's repossessing an organ from someone. Right. And then it sort of goes on to explain... And we see the super CG... Stylized city,
1: which I thought was really cool looking. Like it was it, kind it, it's of kind Sin of Sin City. Sin yeah, ah, yeah, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> wavelength with that. Don't Wave do race. that again. Um, now, would, is Sin City a movie that we could ever cover? Because I mean, it's not horror, but it is gory ish.
0: Unless someone tells us no, we can do whatever we want. Amen to that. We can do Bambi because the deer dies. It's all all relative. It's fine.
1: It's funny they say that because I just. Saw that? No, I just saw that video (laughs) pop up again where it showed The Rock as Bambi.
0: I've not seen that.
1: Yeah, okay. So there's a there's a quick skit where it shows The Rock, where like there's a hunter standing in the woods who's hanging up. I think he's hanging up a sign, and then like this Trans Am pulls up and gets out, and it's you know pre huge Rock, Mm -hmm. but like he gets a pebble. (laughs) He gets out of the car and he's kind of dressed in all brown hunter-esque mm-hmm. but then he's got like this big muscle shirt on and like a, he's wearing like a vest and then he's got deer ears and he's got the nose painted black and he's talking about him, it. it's like i'm bambi and then they basically play it out like it's an action movie where they and then he's like talking about how his mother was taken from him and he's like leaned over his mom's tombstone and shit like that and it's That's like cool. a story about revenge and shit i'm like all right
0: I totally watch that movie, yeah,
1: I probably would too,
0: so then we find out that Rodi is dying, and he has to pass on the company to his kids, mm-hmm. and then we get our introduction to Shiloh, and I don't know it's it's I like the world that this movie builds and the story of it all. It's all interconnected, and you right. find out later how you know. Rody was in love with... Uh, Rody. Roti? Roti was in love with Nathan's wife, whose name I have down here somewhere. Yeah, Could something I'll Wallace.
1: Marnie. Marcellus? Marnie
0: Wallace. Marcellus Wallace?
1: Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> what? It was Marnie.
0: Yeah, Marnie. And, yeah, I mean, it just... It, it creates this really strange, creepy dynamic for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So then we find out that Shiloh is sick... She goes into the graveyard to basically escape her house, right? And passes out while uh, talking with the grave robber,
1: right? And like a lot of my notes are more initial reactions, like Mm -hmm. the first time you see the grave robber. Um, I I wrote down uh, "Low Rent Vampire," which is kind of funny because Rent is also a musical. (laughs) Ah. Wordplay, but like at first I'm like, he's the only one that's really pale like he's it's only like his face mm-hmm. is painted white yeah but it's like you don't know why because i mean no one else is like that. no one else is like that i don't know if it's like to set him apart or what but it's well, like the
0: thing is i mean this is
1: and with the long hair yeah, and all that kind what of stuff
0: they, I, what they essentially establish in the opening which we didn't really talk about is that with surgeries becoming so commonplace surgery surgery Surgery. <laughs> Being so commonplace because everyone needs it just to live. Right. It also becomes this fashion statement and everybody's just getting random ass surgeries just cause. Right. And they become addicted to them. So I mean in Addicted theory, to the knife? Indeed. Addicted to the knife. <laughs> God.
1: What have you done to me again?
0: <laughs> Gonna have surgery. sorry <laughs>
1: It helps with the agony.
0: <laughs> oh. And a little tiny vial that goes into the gun. Like a battery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, we're having fun. We are laughing. <laughs> you fucking, I hate you for this. <laughs>
0: um. See, I bring joy into your life. <laughs>
1: And I bring more into yours because I'm funnier. Sure, so, why not? That's but yeah, that's the thing. I never got like watching it was like why he was so visually different from everybody well, I, else. I think
0: my point to that was that could be what something he did to himself, like a pigment change thing, because he's a grave robber. Possibly, and, so
1: and that and part of me thought I was like, well, maybe it's because he's a grave robber, but it's like it's never daytime. Yeah. You so never see well, and Shiloh's kind of pale. She is pale, but he's like. White. Painted white. Yeah, yeah. very mimey mm-hmm. without the excess makeup, like black and shit. Sure. Um, I did write... <laughs> this is before I got into the movie. I was like, I think this could be rad if there weren't songs. <laughs> and, like, and, and at this point, my dumbest moment was <laughs> breaking into the song, <laughs> which <laughs> is a, a musical. Yeah, I get it, but it's still... That's why I hate musicals, because nobody just busts in the song and don't do it.
0: Well, I will say, skipping ahead, my dumbest moment no, is... No, don't even want to jump in. We'll know? just wait till we get there. Because that's not
1: my dumbest moment. Oh, fair But I changed it because I didn't want it to be that. I wanted, like... You don't want
0: it to be the point of the movie?
1: Yeah, and like I said, like, I know I... I shit on musicals I don't like them
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like this movie Wasn't horrible Like I would probably Watch it again You should I mean I it's, You're gonna give me So much hell for this I wasn't even gonna tell you You let <laughs> well, me borrow <laughs> You let me borrow it Right I did I left it at my desk at work Uh huh I had to fucking rent it <laughs> Off of voodoo <laughs> God I paid, you're down. <laughs> I paid $4 to rent it Part of me Almost wanted to spend $8 just to buy it <laughs> And I yes. didn't. I didn't. But now thinking back, $8 wouldn't have been bad to buy it. Because it's no. like, I own Rocky Horror. That's, that's another musical.
0: So I feel like your mind says you hate musicals. Like,
1: but your body, <laughs> your body yeah. is telling you yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I really get Justin, when he fucking leans back and his face is bright fucking red. He can barely, can barely contain himself. Goose, but <laughs> um, but
0: Shiloh passed out to the graveyard.
1: Yes, but I mean, back to what I was talking about. with, <laughs> Like, you're right. So, I hate musicals. But you don't. But I do. Like, I'm not just gonna go and watch a musical. Yeah. Like you notice like this Rocky Horror, Sweeney Todd, they mm-hmm. all have that murdery, horrory aspect yeah. to them. Well and
0: I you know I don't It's go not out like and... I'm going
1: out I like I won't watch high school musical. I won't no. watch any of these other I'm gonna break in the song because of reasons. I'm gonna go play basketball or something. Like what do you have against basketball? I have nothing against I, basketball.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm not a musical guy in you just don't theory? have that
1: aversion. I, I do have a mental block about it though.
0: <laughs> you do, and it's unnecessary because you do like musicals. You just don't like all musicals. And I think you're kinda in the same boat as me, because I don't I think the only true musicals that I really like that aren't genre y is Rigoletto, and I guess you could say Rock of Ages.
1: I like Rock of Ages because I like the music that's in Rock of Ages, but I go. don't like my wife loves Rock of Ages. Like yeah, we good. have it. But at the same time, I you know what I think it is about musicals that really bug me is how over the top they are when they perform the music. Yeah. Which it's very stagey. Yeah. Like I get it. But like Rock of Ages like I listen to classic rock. I listen to 80s yeah. rock. Like I I dig it. Like I guess Rock of Ages would be the one musical that's not Horror-y.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, and it, what I like about not to go off on a musical rant, but what I like about that one is that it just sort of flows. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like they're stopping everything to just start singing. It's just kind of there's a they're, flow. They're not to
1: shoehorning it, it in. Just, yeah, it's not there for the sake of being there. Like, right. I, I get it, and, and they, I guess are, I am a little tough on tougher on musicals than I need to be. Yes, it's and I, it's. I'm not saying I hate musicals for the sake of saying I hate musicals because it's like. Ooh, it's a musical guy's I'm a tough guy. I don't like it's not anything like that. It's just I like generally there's a cheesy aspect of things that sometimes like I'm a cheesy dude, but mm-hmm. some cheesy things are like shit cheesy things that just make me mad. I'm like I'm with you.
0: Yeah, I you're a r- hack
1: cheesy thing.
0: Whoa, that was really loud.
1: I <laughs> got upset. Let me see where we're at. Timestamp if I have to soften that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would. Yeah, but I am with you just on different sides of things. Like, I mean, there's horror movies that, I mean, we just did one that it's so dumb that I just go, I can't stand how stupid this is. Oh, th- you and fucking no, Maximum I not going to say it. <laughs> We're moving past it, okay? I'm making a point. Let's move on. I hate there it when you things, fucking,
1: do not put your hand on my back things... and push me through the door. If I want to dwell on it, I will. That's my, t- <laughs> don't wave your fingers at me. <laughs> what are you doing? If I want to fucking dwell on something, I'm going to. You trying to force me past You're it.
0: You're very testy tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> and I have a dentist appointment in fucking 11 and a half hours. That sucks. Hence why we're doing two episodes in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Cover us for a month in case I can't talk.
0: So she passes out at the graveyard. Right. She got oh, a blood disease. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're still in the beginning. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
0: We find out that she has a blood disease Mm -hmm. and her dad's her doctor. (laughs) And in that same sort of song and dance, literally, we also find out that her dad is the Repo Man. Right. Yeah. Which is a cool twist.
1: It is kind of cool. And see, the thing is, is like with the Repo Man, like I thought the outfit looks really cool. It's kind of, it's really S.S.E. Yeah. Like Mm Gestapo-esque. Except for the mask. Like the mask I thought was really cool until I saw that like you can see a little bit underneath. And then the way it lights up. Like you can see into it, like yeah. it's like it's basically like somebody took a fucking like a, a surgeon mask, like <laughs> almost like a like the little shield. Sorry, that shield that they put on, mm-hmm. and, but it's covered with all that extra. latex,
0: yeah. shit.
1: And it's like. It'd be even cooler. I mean, you could see his eyes, but I don't want to like you know. You see the side, like you see everything, like it's illuminated. Like, yeah. like I get it, but like at the same time, I thought it would be creepier if you could only see his eyes and not like the edge of think, his nose or his right. the side of his face, kind of.
0: I mean, I guess it, the point would be it adds to the theatricality of it. If it was a true full on horror movie, that makes yeah, it would be much that. darker, right? But that would
1: look really sick if it was red lighting inside.
0: mm Hmm.
1: But that's just because I like red.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Um, But then we get into Nathan, the dad's comic story, and we find out that he killed his wife trying to save her life from some rare disease. mm -hmm. And he could only... And she was pregnant with Shiloh at the time, and he could only save one of them. And he decided to save Shiloh. Mm -hmm. Save Shiloh. And that more or less is the crux of the entire movie. Is that the wife died who Roti was in love with, and Marnie left Roti to be with Nathan, mm-hmm. and then died. But then it's also kind of suggested that maybe Roti was responsible oh, so for her I, death. And,
1: and if you ask me, he was responsible. I think because so. they
0: show the they show the
1: vial swap. Yeah, with the um, with the nurse esque. Mm. Um, yeah. Whatever, right. but yeah, that I think that basically like it was his way of being like, you know, she left me for him.
0: If I can't have you, no one can. Well, he
1: definitely can't. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And so, yeah, he orchestrated that. She dies, and they break into song about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, weird. No. Which honestly, like the song where we're not quite at that song. Uh, so I'm didn't trying to think so
0: where we're at right now is the creepy largo siblings fighting over the company right. song. and
1: see this is what really bugged me the most because bill mosley is one of my favorite i love like bill mosley like he's amazing as otis mm-hmm. which you will see when we get into the the corpse rejects movies mm-hmm. like he is perfect as otis like you see how he looks but in these movies when he has the long like he has the long hair, and it's mm-hmm. blonde and it's creepy. In the second one he has the same long hair, but he's got the big old fucking beard. Like he looks nothing like what he looks like. Like in this movie is how like if you I think if you go to a con and he's there is how he looks. Right. But in these in like House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, he's got the long blonde hair. He's been zombified. Dude, he is frightening. Yeah. As that. And like See, in this movie he's not. In this movie he's obnoxious. Yeah. And I know it's his character, but his song, too, is fucking horrible.
0: See, that's that's my own my problem with him is he's in a movie that is over the top by design. He's over, he, over he, yeah, the top. He's that, so over and he and, does the, the shirt ripping thing every two seconds and it's just like
1: But the but the and the funny thing about that is the song is his lyrics to his song are very otis driftwood as well where he's like i'll put a hole in you and fuck it yeah that's very much him in those movies and it's on character i guess yeah uh, maybe brand whatever but yeah but
0: it's over the top and cheesy to the point where it's not cool it's more just irritating like
1: i i toyed with putting him on my scorecard just because of that yeah. alone um, but yeah, so they're going back and forth because they want Jean Co. They're mm-hmm. trying to, you know, they're the spoiled kids that want daddy to leave. They're like, no, I'm gonna get it. No, fuck you. You're not gonna get it. Yeah, and I'm then, the
0: better one. No, I'm the better one. And at this point, well, they I'm don't the know. One. They don't know he's dying. They're just sort of waxing fighting over poetic. For,
1: because whatever. That's what rich kids with parents. Rich parents do. I guess I don't right. know. I would assume not, but
0: you would hope not. But but it was really weird too because so, like yeah. they're
1: going back and forth, and then Amber comes in, mm-hmm. and then she's doing her part, but then she gets weird on the brother on the ouija like mm-hmm. licks the side of his head. Yeah. And then he's like, and then pavi, Pavel or pavi, pavi pavi's like, I want you two to fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, do you though? <laughs> like that's your brother and your sister you want them to like is that something going on behind the scenes like
0: well and it's other it's also something that's not really explored after that
1: right and it's never like that it's
0: sort of touched on at the end kind of but not yeah it's almost more for like a shock value
1: very shock because it's like it was like she licks the side of his face and then Mm -hmm. he's just like in song like i want you to fuck yeah like Okay, cool. <laughs> um, Things
0: for reasons.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: You said it. Uh, so then we get Rhodey's comic story. Right. And which we already kind of touched on, that he was in love with Marnie, Nathan's wife. Mm-hmm. And they don't, at this point, I don't I don't remember if they go into him poisoning her. But uh,
1: Yeah, I don't know if they show it this, I don't think they show it this early. Uh, I think it pops think up later. later. Um, but then he does, he shows up at the graveyard because mm-hmm. Shiloh's in... The tomb.
0: Right. And he essentially... Because he calls her on their holophone oh, things. right. And, and it's like, like, hey, I me. have the antidote to the thing, your blood disease. Meet me at the me- graveyard. Yeah, and I'll abduct you and take you to this creepy-ass carnival thing. And <laughs> we'll, right. we'll hash some shit out. It's it's kind of strange. Because he has this animosity towards Marnie and Nathan, but he wants their I kid. I don't,
1: don't think that he... I don't think he had an animosity towards Marnie. I mean, he... I would say... More so towards Nathan, but I think... Yeah, that, like, but I
0: think I feel like he, he, was he upset. felt scorned that she he left him. He probably did, and but there's there also
1: more resentment. It was probably more like maybe resentment towards her leaving him, but yeah. it was more angry, revengeful towards Nathan. Yeah. Um, but enough. yeah, so early on... This part where he's you know on his way there and he's singing a song, mm-hmm. like that was that like that was the coolest song to me up to that point. Yeah, and um, <coughs> going into that like he's singing, I don't know what it was. I, I think it was almost like I think it was the backup vocals and that and that part that really got it too. Is it really yeah. that I, I wouldn't say Celtic, but it had this really haunting female voices that were mm-hmm. singing in the background that I think kind of put it over the top. And I was like, okay, this song is not bad.
0: Well, and he has such an operatic he is very tone operatic. to himself. Wasn't he was in really Romeo and Juliet also? I don't know. Okay, well. I, he could be. So, Repo. You're
1: not going to touch on him. So, she does get abducted at that point. His yeah. um his badass female bodyguards, kind of, d- to d- turn around, double kick the door open, yeah. <laughs> and then pull her out like <laughs> that uh. was pretty cool,
0: right? Yeah, and then drag her into the car and takes her off to the the surgery fair, and that's when <laughs> surgery we. That's well, kind of what it is. That's what I put in my notes. It's the Gene Co. Surgery Fair. It is. Yeah. It's like a weird, it, it's like an expo, mm-hmm. kind of where they're showing off the latest, greatest surgeries you can have. But also, there it's like there's games and it's intense and shit,
1: right? Also, Alleluia, The Devil's Carnival, which was the one that we brought up. I brought up earlier.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It is a horror musical. It is on Amazon Prime, and it did come out in 2016, so it's not anything to do with with this movie. Right? But it but was it's... done by them, and it's. Uh, it says that it's on there, hmm. and so maybe. Next maybe we'll yeah a maybe, we'll a two, a maybe we'll do it maybe we'll do it like a part two to this and then we'll watch that because it's an yeah. hour and a half I'll watch it I had somebody oh what I brought up earlier was uh, when I put it on the Facebook page my buddy Alex was talking about that movie hmm. and I had no idea because I hadn't watched this one yeah and so like I watched a trailer for it and I'm like okay well wait go ahead and talk what did okay. okay so there's the Devil's Carnival which has which is okay. So that's the one that I was thinking of okay. because the guy who played the grave robber is the devil, oh. but like, so this says that it's a, um, it's a horror carnival 2012. It's an hour long. This one has Sean, uh, John, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Um, this is, yeah. Okay. So this is the one I saw the trailer for. So I'm wondering what the fuck it was in 2016 then. Um, hallelujah. The devil's carnival. I don't know what the difference is, but it doesn't matter. Um, but I lost. My, I went down a rabbit hole and lost yeah. my train of thought.
0: <laughs> you lost the rabbit.
1: I did because uh, I was going to look up and see if um, pa- uh, Paul Sorvino was in <laughs> in um, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Hmm. That's wh- That's where I ended up. Like why I'm going looking, off right. on your rails.
0: Yeah. So, Repo has someone on his table, and he's dissecting them in his house, mm-hmm. by the way. Like, in his basement.
1: Right. Yeah, he takes his work home with them. Yeah,
0: like, he's a little too committed to the job, I think. And then right. he, like, puppeteers the dead guy while singing. Yeah, that... Which was super cool.
1: It was. That was super cool. I mean, the voice that he did and with it, I was like, okay. But, yeah, it was, uh... <laughs>
0: I love the dad's voice. I think I said it earlier. No, yeah, he has
1: a great voice. I meant for when he did the puppet voice. Yeah, he had this um,
0: weird sadistic thing that he did. Yeah. He does it, does it later, too, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. Uh, so then we have the, the surgery fair, and we're introduced properly to Blind Mags, and we get her story, and we find out that she was a friend of Marnie's because everyone's connected to Marnie. Right, and he
1: was in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, huh. he He's was.
0: he been in a ton of shit. He's, a, he's a big big deal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this movie is like 10 degrees of Kevin Spacey, or Kevin uh, Bacon is what I meant to say there. Like, everybody is connected and associated because of Marnie. And so Blind Mags was her best friend who was blind, mm-hmm. and to get surgery to have robotic eyes, she is indebted to Gene Co and is basically owned by Roti and can be used however, whenever to publicly, you know, a uh, shill for them, basically. I can see you agree. Right. And then we get to the Zydrate song with Amber hooked on the surgery. Surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... It was hard for me to pick a favorite song, and obviously we'll get to that in the scorecard, but there were several songs, including this one, that were high contenders for best song.
1: Yeah, um, well, since you let the cat out of the bag about what the bonus or what our—I mean, oh, I mean, it's, it's a has musical. To be. Um, honestly, like watching this movie, the um, the song that Roti sings at the uh, when he gets her mm-hmm. was the song that I liked the most. Leading up to uh, what is it? Uh, what they call it, "Zydrate I mm-hmm. mean, Anatomy"? I think is the name of the song or something like that. Yeah, I think but, so. um The Grave Robber song is what mm-hmm. I called it, but that was my my favorite song in the one, like it was so catchy. It got stuck in my head. I'm
0: There's like, oh. several, like I've been singing the songs in my head the last couple of days after watching it because they're, they're so damn catchy. And that's why I ended up really liking this movie after I watched it. Um, and then we find out very quickly that Nathan, the repo man must repo max eyes because she's wanting to leave. Basically she's sick of shilling for repo. Right. And is kind of wanting to, you know, have a real life mm-hmm. and so roti is going fuck you, that noise we're gonna repill your eyes and kill you and nathan refuses which mm-hmm. is awesome and then we're, we get well
1: yeah because he's like i he's like i can't do this
0: yeah she was my wife's best friend known her forever <clears throat> i'm not gonna do that
1: yeah i didn't realize we were that like <laughs> like we went straight yeah we did the song amber they basically do that song Tell you that she's hooked on surgery mm-hmm. and it helps with the agony, agony
0: um, <laughs> of the surgery. Surgery. <laughs> I I love that song.
1: Right. And then now to for me to get up to speed, when you're talking about how Mags visits her at the house.
0: Yeah, we're not quite there, but yeah.
1: Well, it's uh, it's, well, what is it? The, the only uh, thing that you're you're skipping
0: over is the meat locker, but, uh, 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 massacre thing when. They're trying to make Nathan take right, Mag's eyes. Right, but you didn't have that note.
1: You didn't have that in your notes, and I totally spaced it too. So yeah, you're right. Where yeah. he just fucking handles everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not only is he a skilled surgeon, surgeon, but he's also an assassin.
0: Yeah, which well I mean, he has to be.
1: I get yeah. it. Like they show a lot of cool shit where like he'll repel down stuff and
0: yeah. And they're talking about you know remember who you are and what you do for a living mm-hmm. and this is your job so do it and he's like you know go fuck yourselves I'm he's not like, gonna you,
1: you know you do know who I am right
0: <laughs> I'm Repo and that's when Mags visits Shiloh at the house again one of my favorite songs and we learn that Mags is Shiloh's godmother right I love the thing with her eyes. Like, that
1: was like it could project and all mm-hmm. that cool shit. Like
0: and that haunting, it kind of reminded me of like a Blue Man Group song, with that kind of haunting female voice. I don't know if you've listened to much Blue I Man. I haven't
1: listened to any Blue Man Group.
0: You should. It's good stuff. I saw them live once. It was awesome.
1: Where in Vegas? Here. They came here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right at the Capitol Theater, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was
0: a long time ago. Um. Yeah, I really love that song. I love all the songs. I'm gonna say it again and again and again mm-hmm. and again until we're over with. And t- now we're getting another good one, 17 the seventeen song, right? So Nathan gets home, sees Mags, gets pissed, tells her to fuck off, even though she know he knows she's like marked for death, right? Uh, but he still kicks her out of the house, and Shiloh gets pissed, obviously, because it's the first person she's been able to talk to that isn't, that...
1: and she finds out it's her godmother yeah. of all people.
0: And so they storm upstairs and Nathan's trying to lock her in a room, Rapunzel style. And <laughs> she goes into this Seventeen song, which is awesome. And you pointed out
1: right, to me that, that that
0: was Joan Jett. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, but I I was just watching the movie. And so I was like, oh, I'll look at that later. And I never looked at it later.
1: Right. I, I I think I was when I was watching it, I paused it just to kind of make sure that
0: that's who it was. Yeah. She's doing backup vocals and guitar shit while she's doing the super rockin' 17, da, 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 da. Yeah. I like that song, too.
1: I didn't like it as much, but, I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But, I mean, she can sing really well, mm-hmm. as she does throughout the movie, obviously. But, right. But, like, I think the Joan Jett playing the guitar kind of added a little bit to that, just mm-hmm. because it's it's kind of like... It's fitting to have her play.
0: Yeah, it almost made it feel more authentic. And it seemed like, I mean, if you go into the whole Joan Jett and her music, especially in the early days, that was very much that rebelling against kind of stuff. And so it really fit the tone that they were going for in the scene, which was nice. Right. And then Amber gets some bad surgery. And uh, Roti decides to leave everything to Shiloh. Because he's officially sick of his nonsense kids Mm -hmm. fucking around.
1: (laughs) He's like, fuck. Yeah, he talks about him being bust and shit. He's like, fuck these guys. (laughs) These guys suck.
0: (laughs) Like, I gave you all this stuff and you're just a bunch of freaking stupid a-holes doing nonsense crap all the time. And the bad surgery that Amber gets was... I I thought they could have made it look a little more graphic. Mm Mm-hmm given how disturbing most of the rest of the movie is. Right. Like, it just looked like, oh, you could probably fix that with normal plastic surgery, like what <laughs> we have in the real world now. Yeah. But fine. And that's more or less what Roti has her do. It's like, go see our surgeons. We'll, they'll, they'll fix you up. Mm-hmm. Not quite as well as they should have. I <laughs> should have used a little bit more elmer. Yeah, he so kind we'll of he kind of
1: gives into her. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Just get out of here, please." <laughs> and then she just skips out of the room. Yeah. Like, ah, da, da, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna get more
0: third jury. Yeah, I got my way. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So then, because of the fact that Nathan wouldn't do,
0: wouldn't take out, uh, yeah, he wouldn't take out Black mags. mags.
1: There, you know, he gets uh, he gets attacked by fucking G- gene, gene co Co's swat team or some yeah. shit like
0: and he quickly dispatches all of them because he's yeah. like superman badass yeah he's just he's like, like repo batman <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fucking that's awesome yeah he he moves he's he's like a damien wayne <laughs> yeah <laughs> just a little more old
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot more old
0: and then we finally get to the opera, which oh. has essentially been teased the entire movie right. of, hey, we're building up to this opera. Hey, it's opera night. Get ready for mm-hmm. opera night. think crazy shit's going to happen there. Right. And they aren't kidding. No.
1: When you when you put in your notes and you wrote, everybody testify, mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> and then as soon as the song started, I was like, oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> we're testifying why Gene Co is so awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was, I, lo- I, I like that song too. So, we're at the opera. Everybody's at the opera tonight, and we see everybody getting ready like they're getting all primed for some business. Business. <laughs> it's yeah, I don't I don't know what I'm going to say about it, but it's freaking awesome. Mhm. I Go ahead.
1: No, I, I just said Mhm. Mhm. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Amber's Song, which goes horribly wrong. And Amber loses her face. Like you can see it folding.
1: Which was kinda cool. Like I didn't I I must have missed something because like with the whole face, like I know that they showed her putting one on at some point. Like how many mm-hmm. like that wasn't her original face. Like how many faces has she had? <laughs> like
0: I... Yeah. I mean that that could be it. I mean there's Because, like we said earlier, Roti sends her off to get her face fixed because she had the bad surgery. And so either this is a new face that they gave her, or in trying to fix what she had done to it, it screws up the face that she had been given. Like, Mm -hmm. who knows if the Paris Hilton face is her actual face? Right. I would assume not. (laughs) Yeah, based on what the story is, but mm-hmm. who the hell knows? But it peels off on stage.
1: Yeah, just like blew up,
0: <laughs> like silly putty. Just
1: <laughs> then she's got, then she just looks like something out of Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and she screams Unless and goopy, cries and, but yeah, and runs off stage, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mags has her big finale moment.
1: You know, she's kind of hanging there. She does this real operatic, mm-hmm. like sh- she can sing. Oh yeah. And then, you know, she's kind of floating around there and then stands there for a little bit and then starts to lift back up mm-hmm. and then just like, she's singing and then like, I didn't really see it coming like what, cause like with the attire, but she had the, like the really long nails. Like on knife her. fingers? Well, all, I don't know. Cause they are like, 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 if they're it's like three inches long, four yeah. inches longish, they're just on the ends of her fingers. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a stylized thing. Yeah. But then,
0: then you start hearing the words she sang in the song. And I wasn't paying attention yeah, to you the words should, as much. You, yeah, you should listen to some of the words and she's like, If you know, I don't need this anymore and I don't if I am gonna die, you know, I don't need these eyes anymore, and she just jabs her yeah, she peels pointy them finger out. things. I,
1: I, I did start to catch a little bit of that, but like
0: It wasn't the whole song, but yeah. it was just sort of the quick Towards lead the up.
1: End. Yeah, okay. That's
0: yeah. cool. Uh, do, do, do. And then Roti's pissed. Yeah. And cuts the, the cord. that she's cord. hanging from and
1: then she gets impaled on that fucking fence.
0: Yeah, that was fucking cool.
1: Yeah, that looks like it would suck. And
0: then she was like, then they're like, oh don't worry, it's all part of the show. Someone just died and it's fine. Even though she's like, your your god here. Yeah. Let's just move Everybody on. Everybody loved her. Yeah, it, no big deal. We'll just move on to the rest of the show. And everything gets revealed on stage Shiloh finds out that Nathan's the repo man Mm -hmm. and then everybody gets on stage and it's revealed that Nate poisoned Shiloh Mm -hmm. and was like keeping her sick which I didn't fully get even having watched this several times
1: so it it kind of sounds like something that happened in real life there was a woman that was like yeah poisoning they just did that
0: Show about her, yeah,
1: exactly. I think it's kind of the same thing. Like, he wanted to keep her dependent on him, so you know, because she was all he had left. But, like, now that she was 17, she's gonna become an adult, you Mm -hmm. know, go off, potentially live her own life if he's got her dependent on him, like he would have her forever right. instead of being alone. Mm-hmm. And so like, I mean, I got that. That made sense. Yeah. But it's fucked up, but it made sense.
0: And Rody wants Shiloh to kill Nathan and like have this whole freaking Duke out on stage. And mm-hmm. so that Shiloh can have uh Gene Co when he dies. Right. And she won't do it because you know it's her it's dad. Her dad. Yeah, like, like, she's, kill your dad. Like no, <laughs> yeah. look how did I don't know how you thought this was gonna go. I get that he lied and he's a dick, and I'm kind of pissed right now. But I'm not gonna shoot him in the yeah, face. Like, but you... then Rody shoots him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> oh, he doesn't yeah. shoot him in the face, but he shoots he him.
1: Still shoots him dead. No, he doesn't shoot him dead because there's a little bit of a um, didn't know I love you so much. Didn't what? know I'd love you so much.
0: What? That's the name of the song oh. that they sing. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: They say it several times. <laughs> Didn't know I'd love you so much. That's the song that's been stuck in my head for the past two days.
1: You've just been waiting but to I get did. it out. But <laughs> now you are free at last. We can finally get this out.
0: It was a good song. I love that song. I'm going to say it every... You know, it's the last song, really. So it's the last time you'll hear me say it. But Okay. I saw, I get the free at last thing now because I put it in my notes. Because, yeah, so uh, Nathan dies and Rhody dies of his illness Mm -hmm. on stage. And so she's not really torn between these two father figures anymore and she's able to just walk off stage and be her own person. Right. Yeah, flips off the stage, which is really nice.
1: Did she? Or were you just making fun of me because I did that?
0: No, I think she did that. I (sighs) thought that was a reference to something that she did.
1: That was kind of like a... What? A breakfast club. Oh.
2: Fucking... (laughs) As he's walking off the football
1: field.
0: (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Sorry, I'm
1: stretching. So that's why I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We get it. (laughs) Yeah. So Gene Coe's now up for the taking. And... We find out in sort of like a slight post credits, mid credits scene that oh, there Amber... was.
1: I didn't even get that far. I thought about looking to see if there was one, but that was before the you know the post credit craze, and so I didn't even think that.
0: It... Well, it's not really. It's not post. It's like right after the credits start, and we oh. find out that Jean goes up for the taking. Amber's taken over, mm-hmm. and there was an auction. Amber put her face that fell off up for auction, right? You saw that part? No, I'm just saying oh, right. Okay. And uh, Pavi won it. And where is it? Huh. And
1: huh. I'm gonna... <laughs> hmm.
0: And Luigi killed the top three bidders. And so that... <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: I had no so, idea. Yeah, so it, it's, it really is sequel bait in a lot of ways. It sets up the idea that, oh, they're shifting the company and things are changing. Now Amber's the new roti... And you know her brothers are sort of sniveling behind her.
1: God, yeah, makes sense. Yeah,
0: it it was actually a really cool way to cap off the movie, and as we cap off the show, with the gore score card. Yeah. Boom! Cool. Boom.
1: <laughs> boom! 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 Boom!
0: My best kill was the uh, table repo when he does the the puppeting. Yeah, I, There's not a lot of killing surprisingly in this movie.
1: Right. My 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 best kill I thought was um was uh Blind Meg getting cut down and then falling onto mm. the the fence yeah. cuz that was kind of cuz it like then they just kind of show her laying there and it it like they did a pretty good job of making it look all fucking gored out like it was gross. Yeah, I
0: like yours better. I didn't really consider that a kill. Because she kind of did it to herself. Well, yeah. But but then Roti cuts the wire. If Roti wouldn't have
1: cut the wire, she wouldn't have died. True. She just would have been blind mags.
0: Yeah. For real this time. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm going to steal yours because that's better. I I like that scene a lot better. Uh, Most Wanted to Die. Uh, Really not that surprising. It's Luigi. I put any
1: of the Largos, really. Because, (laughs) I mean.
0: (laughs) They're all just horrible people.
1: Yeah, and that was kind of my cop-out to not. You know, want Bill mostly to die, <laughs> but yeah, I guess at least he was just
0: so over the top in an over the top movie he would just did these weird, screamy things, and it was just, and he'd ripped his shirt open every chance he got. And yeah,, it just and, I, like, and it's I, really
1: weird because he it was like this really cheesy overacting thing, yeah. and it's like he's a really good actor, and it's like, you're better than this dude,
0: yeah, and it's like, I get that it's supposed to be theatrical, but you're outperforming everyone else here, right. And you shouldn't be. Uh, most Wanted to Live, Blind Mag.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, I kind of thought about that too, because like I have Shiloh on mine, but I mean, you knew she wasn't going to die, yeah. but like... That's why I didn't pick her. And if I were to not pick Shiloh, then it would be Blind Mag.
0: Yeah. Uh, grossest moment, Mag's poking out the ice.
1: I put uh, Human Puppet. Hmm. It wasn't gross, but nothing in this movie was gross.
0: See, oh, that's a, that was kind of my cop out. Was Mags poking out the eyes was probably the most gruesome. It was thing. pretty, yeah.
1: It was pretty gnarly, but like, And yeah, like, eye things. Like, we just talked about. Yeah, this. I, I know, like you, know th- you don't like the eye things, but like <laughs> the puppet, like honestly, if you were to be like, if you were to put these things in reality next to each other, a dude with his hand inside of somebody's chest. Working them like a puppet opposed mm-hmm. to somebody gouging out their own eyes. I mean, it could be tough, <laughs> but I mean,
0: yeah, I was gonna say that's a pretty close uh, close race, but right. I, I, I get the yeah, I just put the human there. puppet
1: because I mean, it wasn't really gross, but like the, the concept, yeah. like okay.
0: Uh, my dumbest moment was the moments of unnecessary singing because yeah. there were times where they could have just talked, particularly roti. Then
1: t- he would talk, and then he would end
2: it with a oh. Yeah, like, okay. like
0: he was explaining something to Shiloh, and it was like, you're not ending or starting a song. Hm. You're just t- saying a sentence. Like, just say it. They have that in this world. Just say the thing. Right. Then do a song.
1: Um, so my dumbest moment, I did the Amber Face reveal. So it was the part where she does this, like, quick turn... And then, like, this look over her shoulder, Mm. like, like a, (laughs) and I was like, oh, that's stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was such a Paris Hilton note.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she just, like, she's, like, facing one way, and then she, like, looks back over her shoulder at the camera, but part of the shoulder Mm -hmm. covers her face. And I'm like, that, that, that was. Fair enough. That's, that's what I put.
0: Uh, Last thing, it's our special thing for this card that somebody spoiled earlier.
1: Actually, yeah, somebody did.
0: Uh, Best song. Yeah. Uh, Mine is I'm Infected by Your Genetics. I've always liked that song. So
1: what I have written down is Things You See in a Graveyard by uh, Roti Largo. Hmm. But that was before I uh, got through there, and I'm going to go with the the Zydrate song, Hmm. um, Grave Robber. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the longest... uh, Well, no, 17's up there in length, but Mm -hmm. this is one of the longer, actual songy songs. And those were
0: the better ones, I felt. Like, the ones where they actually got to make it a real song Mm -hmm. and not just a random paragraph in rhyme.
1: Well, uh, um, so, some of the... Before we get... Uh, before we finish up, yeah. some of the things that I wrote down because I didn't really take notes more as I did initial reactions, mm-hmm. and so the things that I wrote after what I said was um, that uh, Pavi reminded me of Robbie Rotten from Lazy Town. I told yeah. you that before we recorded, which um, I had no idea who that was either. <laughs> all of um, you
0: listeners, so look it up. He's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the other thing I said was it, it has to be hard to read on clear plastic pages. Like when they're no flipping through the documents, <laughs> um, I wrote down the headshot, the headshot from the badass bodyguard chicks mm. where they shot that dude in the head in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Roti, La- Roti Largo has a badass evil laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, the grave robber song gave me Rob Zombie vibes. Like, yeah, I the could see that. Like kind of, kind of like a feel so numb, but not as hard. Um. I did I wrote down Joan Jett, mm-hmm.
2: Uh
1: the granny DJ at the opera yeah um, and that uh, just the I the rather i'd I'd rather be blind um, but yeah overall I know I, I shit on you a lot this week about this movie leading into it It really wasn't that bad. Um,
0: and we've discovered that you actually do like musicals. No, you just don't, don't want to admit. it. Oh,
1: not a, no, because honestly, like if you try to make me watch another musical, I'm gonna fight it because right it, well. I, it's not something I enjoy. I I'm open minded enough to admit when I don't mind something, but I yeah, it's not something that's gonna change. It's like <laughs> guess who's gonna go home and watch a musical? <laughs> not me.
0: Then have some surgery. No. Surgery.
1: <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um well anyways thank you guys for hanging out with us what's
0: your next pick Holmes (gasps) oh
1: shit I don't (laughs) fuck we're so far ahead I almost
0: asked you what your next one was and I think I know what it's supposed to be if you Um, want me to text it to you to not spoil the reveal
1: uh, no I was gonna look up the thing um I was gonna just look up our calendar because the next one was actually the the Justin pick right
0: well the next one this is the Justin pick
1: no, I'm talking about the McNair pick.
0: Oh the yeah. yeah. yeah the it ne- sucks that we know so many people with the same name. <laughs> yes. That, yeah, so I the next think one that's... is
1: the McNair pick. Mm-hmm. Um so
0: Which technically he requested two.
1: Well no, he had requested one. He wanted to do poltergeist, mm-hmm. but he's like, I know you guys are gonna get to poltergeist at some time. Yeah. He's like, I really want you guys to watch this movie called Troll Hunter um, troll hunter on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Now looking it up, it doesn't seem to be horror, but it does seem to be gory from what I've heard. So, um, this isn't your traditional horror film, but we will give it a shot because it is a listener suggestion. Yeah. And And so, yes, our next movie will be troll hunter
0: available on Netflix. If you want to watch it before the show.
1: Yeah, it is. And so, um, yeah,
0: yeah, that's it.
1: Okay, that's it. Well, <laughs> I know. I totally got ahead of myself. I'm like, fuck. My wife's texting me to like pick up the kid, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> um, just breathe, breathe. Just we're almost breathe. done. We're yeah, no, we're good. Just look man. at the flowers. I'm. <laughs> no. Um, well, anyway, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. I know this is a shorter episode, but there really wasn't a lot to this movie to really no, kind I mean, of deep that's, dive in. It's
0: very surface level, while still being deep and interesting and it's so much of it is filled up by songs of them explaining what's going on that it's it's hard to go too deep but i definitely recommend if you have a way to watch it to Mm -hmm. go watch it
1: yeah i I would i would throw a recommend on it like especially if you're into that kind of thing Mm -hmm. even just to kind of watch it visually there's a lot of cool things about it yeah um but yeah, so uh, catch us again in two weeks when we talk about mine mine hunter. <laughs> I want to talk about mine hunter, but I haven't started season two yet. Um, troll
0: just, hunter,
1: so, yeah, troll hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so out of it. Yeah, um, catch us again in two weeks when we talk about troll hunter. Um, again, you can reach us on Facebook. That's where we hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Wow, I'm really fucking thrown through a loop right now. Yeah, you can find us on uh, Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. Um, we do a lot of interaction there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our Instagram is really lacking, but that, there's not a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, at Gore underscore pod. If you don't do social medias and you still want to reach out to us, you can reach us at podandgore at gmail.com. Um, I got it linked to my phone, so I get, I get them right away. Yeah. Uh, we're we want the interaction so if you reach out to us we will react quickly Mm -hmm. um
0: and if there's something you want us to watch you know uh, justin has one for us that we're gonna do now we did scanners a while back that was a recommendation so if if there's something that you want us to see and talk about who knows when we'll get to it and if it's something we haven't heard of we won't get to it unless you tell us
1: exactly and um yeah just so. let us know what you think, um, what you want, mm-hmm. what you need. Um, That's what we're here for, <laughs> right? Uh, shout out to Water Bottle on YouTube for being a very frequent uh, viewer, mm. liker, commenter. Um, appreciate you. We don't really do a whole lot on YouTube as of right now. We basically just convert the files to audio so you yeah. can listen to them if you don't do podcasts and so or you don't you don't have. The ability to listen to them, mm-hmm. uh, like my buddy Kiro in Colombia. Sure. And so,
2: yeah. All right.
0: Well, that is all. <clears throat> See you in two weeks. That you will. Bye.
1: <laughs> Bye. Surgery. Don't.